From the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I am Kyle Wenzel. And we're excited to be back for another show with you guys uh, today. Kyle, how's things going? Things are going. Three kids in, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That, I, You know, three kids. I only have two, so. And uh, three, three, and they're all five and under, so. Yeah, see, that's. <laughs> they're super dependent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, thanks for being back with us this week. And, you know, sometimes we have things that we talk about before we get into the the actual topic for today. And this is one of those times that we just, I want to bring something up that it's crazy because for years I have dealt with this, having kids. For life. For life. For life, I have dealt with this. Oh man, having kids that like ice cream, having a wife that likes ice cream, and I love ice cream, but guess what? I'm allergic to ice cream as well. Because oh, well, I haven't dealt I haven't dealt with being allergic to it, but Yeah, well I'm allergic to cow's milk, so it doesn't allow me to have ice cream. And so What about almond milk? I'm not sure about that when I stay away from it because I have a, a peanut allergy and I know almonds are not in the same it's not the same. What about soy milk? Soy milk, yes. I can have soy milk. I have coconut milk. Um, I actually have oat milk right now in my refrigerator because... Ooh, dude. Dude, oat milk is amazing. Yeah, oat milk is... It's very good. I get a... Um, well, I'm a pumpkin spice guy. Dunkin' Donuts. And I do pumpkin spice, but dude, they have this iced oat milk coffee. Ooh, I didn't know that. No. I need so, to check that I, out. No, you don't even need sugar, dude. Just get the coffee. Get the, just get it. Just iced oat milk coffee. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to try. It's legit. Yeah. It's legit. <laughs> Dude, that's all. I'm a sugar guy. Like I need three cream, two sugar and a shot and a half of pumpkin spice. Like that's my coffee. And that's a medium coffee. That's not even a large, <laughs> but yeah. this dude, this oat milk coffee changed my world. Wow. Wow. I got to look into that. I didn't even know they had oat milk coffee. I, I you know, that's, that's crazy. But so. Let, so let's. What about, let, what about what about goat milk? I've never had goat milk. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It rhymes with oat milk. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh my goodness. Anyways, so guys, uh, let's let's bring Kyle back. He's he's going off on a on a on a tangent here today. Um, <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about something kind of funny, actually. So the so I don't know if you guys have dealt with this, and I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever went through the drive-through at McDonald's? And, you know, it's a 90 degree day and all you can think about is just having a, just a nice, soft served, cold ice cream cone. And after you waited in line for a few minutes, you get up to the, the little speaker thing and you, you know, you go to order your ice cream or your milkshake and the person on the other end goes, Sorry, sir, or sorry, ma'am. You know, this the uh, ice cream machine is down. Like, it is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> it is absolutely awful. I just wanted a McFlurry, bro. Right. I just want, a, I just, I just want some ice cream. Yeah, I mean, if you, can't you do that for me? Like, I just, just, I mean, you're, you're McDonald's. You, you, I mean, you, that's just what you do. You have shakes and burgers, right? And so what's crazy is this has happened for years, years. This life. has happened. Yeah. For life. Like it's, life. it's just crazy. Right. And so I haven't, I don't eat at make, I haven't had a fast food besides Chick-fil-A from eating, you know, McDonald's or Taco Bell or Burger King or Wendy's or any of that stuff 
for a, almost 10 years. So I don't eat there. I haven't ate there in many, many years. So the last time I've had a shake from uh, or ice That was cream, a flex move, too. Don't even act like you weren't flexing. Oh, I'm not flexing at all. Because oh, he's guess, flexing, no. y'all. You hear what he said? He said, he said, I haven't had fast food except for Chick-fil-A in years. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I haven't had these things because I can't eat them. They just tear my stomach up, so I can't, I can't have it. I am... <laughs> now, I'm not saying if you look at me, it doesn't look like I've had, had all of those every day for three meals a day. Oh, my um, goodness. That's not what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. See, I, you know what? When you're fit and you're, you're ripped like Kyle, you got the muscles, you got the, you know, you got the abs, all the things. You can't. It, it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. There's, there's abs somewhere in there. A yeah. couple, couple hey, years in, you'll find them. Listen, yours is, you know, much closer to the surface than mine is. It's like DC diving <laughs> to get freaking my abs. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, mine's like drilling for oil. <laughs> Let's get on with. It. I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry, people. Goodness. I'm sorry. Kyle, we are. We're in a funky control. mood today. I'm sorry. Listen, so, Kevin. Kevin, I'll bring us back. Kevin was talking about the frustration that we have at McDonald's. Yeah, with their ice cream. Yeah, Kevin. I think I've ordered ice cream successfully at McDonald's once in my lifetime. <laughs> like seriously, once it was an Oreo flurry. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I only had it once. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is such a big deal. And I don't know if you guys know this, but this has become such a big deal that the feds are reportedly, <laughs> and, and this is, you know, this is NPR. I, I got, you can't you know, make the feds mad. <laughs> you doing all that. Oh, as I was doing a little research on this because I saw a news story about it uh, not that long ago. And then I said, you know what? Maybe we should just talk about this on the show for a couple minutes. And NPR, and I know it's NPR, so please don't fall off your chair. But NPR, they ran a story that the feds are actually report, uh, they're, they're on the case about these broken ice cream machines at McDonald's. So according to report, this is NPR, but, th- but they're, they're citing the Wall Street Journal here. The Federal Trade Commission contacted McDonald's franchise owners over the, over the summer looking for information about the broken ice machines. McDonald's franchises have long griped about the machines, the newspaper reported, which require a nightly cleaning cycle that can fail and require a technician to fix it. Now, get this. The Biden administration (laughs) is looking more closely at manufacturers. Of all the things that the Biden administration could be doing. <laughs> My God. They you are, know what? I could get with that. I could get. You yeah. know what? You do your thing, Joe. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> you know what happened is he, he went through the drive-thru and didn't get his ice cream. That's what happened. Yeah. Joe wants his, Joe wants his ice cream. Uh, Joe, I want mine too, bro. Do your thing. <laughs> the move comes as the Biden administration looks broadly at whether manufacturers have been blocking owners from fixing broken products themselves, the newspaper said. Advocates of the right to repair movement say companies should not make it nearly impossible for users and independent technicians to repair modern products, particularly consumer electronics. The FTC, so it looks like, so it says President Biden wants to make it easier for you to get your broken smartphone fixed. Okay. The FTC declined to comment on the report in July. The commission announced it would increase law enforcement efforts against manufacturers that impose repair restrictions on business, businesses, government agencies, workers and consumers. Now, McDonald's is saying they don't believe that they're under investigation. In a statement, McDonald's USA said it had no reason to believe it was the focus of an FTC investigation. They say, quote, nothing is more important to us than delivering on our high standards for food quality and safety, which is why we work with fully vetted partners that can reliably provide safe solutions at scale, Mm. unquote. So here's the thing, whether McDonald's thinks that it is or not. I mean, we've got people like NPR, The Wall Street Journal, all of these uh, news organizations that are saying, listen, the FTC is investigating McDonald's for broken machines. I don't that, know. That's the best news you could have given me, dude. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. Just fix the dang machines, man. Provide us with some of the best ice cream possibly around. Okay, I want Oreo, M&M, McFlurries. That's all I want. 
That's, That's all, all I want. want. That's all we want. You want my money, and I want my ice cream. So, look, we pray for our leaders, and this is what we get. Joe Biden is fixing the McDonald's ice cream problem. <laughs> Out of all the things that are happening in the world. Look. McDonald's look, is cool. I can si- I'm, I'm for it. I'm here for that. You're here 100%. for that. 100%. Well, I don't know, listeners. Maybe you guys are here for that, but uh, I... <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys. Listen, guys, so we're we're going to get into our, our topic for today. Uh, but before we get into our topic, I just want to do one thing. So listen, those of you that want to donate to this show, we are a show that is funded by people like you, right? So if you want to continue to hear great content, us to have great guests on the show, we now have a way that you can go to our website. Our website is thinkingoutloudmedia.com, thinkingoutloudmedia.com. On the front page there, if you scroll down all the way, almost to the bottom, going to be, there's going to be a donate button. You can click that donate button and you can, you can set up a one-time payment or you can make a recurring payment. So you can set it up. We're looking for 20 people at 25 bucks. So if I, and I, we have way more than 20 of you guys listening. So, and listen, here's what happens. Everybody thinks everybody else does it, is going to do it. And so no one else, so no one does it, right? If you love this show, you like the content, you love the guest and you want to support Kyle and I, go ahead, go to thinkitoutloudmedia.com, click on the donate button, set it up for recurring monthly payments of 25 bucks. It's less than a dollar a day. I don't know. It's something like $6.25 a week or something like that. So, I mean, you know, much less than your coffee that you get every day. Um, But go ahead and do that. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. And also, we have something else happening. So, we've got a new number for the show. We can get some live interaction. We can get some, you know, questions that you guys have. Anything you guys want to bring up. You might say, hey, you know, you might say, Kevin, I just want to give a you. I I just want to let you guys know what I want to hear on the show. So you might have a topic suggestion. If you have that, listen, we've got a new number. And here's the number. You could text us right now. You could text us live. It's 248-301-2010. So it's 248-301-2010. Go ahead. Whatever you want to text us, you can text us, hey, we like the show, or you have a question, or you have a topic suggestion, whatever you want to text there, it will come to us, and we will respond back to you in a reasonable amount of time, but it's 248-301-2010. Go ahead and join in the conversation about that. You might even want to talk about McDonald's machines being broken. I don't care what you want to talk about. We're here to talk with you uh, in regards to that. So, Let's get into what we're going to talk about today, which is vaccine mandates. This has been a wildly, a wildly popular topic for uh, the last few months, but it got uh, intensified when President Biden on September 9th announced that he was doing some sweeping mandates mm-hmm. and is pretty much forcing employers and some other groups to vaccinate people, to have people vaccinated, which angers a lot of people. I completely Mm -hmm. understand that. And then for other people, they think it's great. They think, you know, Biden is actually doing the right thing by, you know, making people get get the vaccine because they believe that the vaccine is the thing that's going to help this pandemic. And I think there's arguments on both sides, right? We, we, We see that, yes, to to a certain extent, you know, we see that there is there might be some um, evidence that the vaccines are are working, but then there's other evidence that says they're not working. You know, and if you look at Israel, I don't know if we said this on our last show or not when we talked about vaccines a couple of shows ago, but Israel is is I don't think we I don't think we covered it. Yeah, Israel is just I don't know if you, if you guys have looked at the numbers in Israel, but they're 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 off the charts. Well, basically, they're they're at the percentage where we w- we would like to be nationally yeah. when it comes to vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just proving the exact opposite of what we thought would be with mm-hmm. the vaccinations. Yeah, yeah. As far as cases and severity of cases, and I believe Israel is almost at their original case numbers, like when COVID first came out. Mm-hmm. They're like maybe a thousand short of what their case numbers were when COVID was uncontrollable. 
versus now when they're almost 90% vaccinated. Yeah. And so it just it just goes to show that there's still a lot to be to be learned about the vaccines and and not that not that any of us think vaccines are bad, but there's a lot to learn and grow from so that the vaccines can be as effective as we really need them to be. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. I mean, I I don't have anything yeah. necessarily against Pfizer in and of itself. I mean, I, I right. you know, Pfizer makes other drugs that I take that help me to function well every day. So I have no um, drugs you be taking. Kevin. <laughs> I have no. What helps you function every day, Kevin? No, oh kidding. boy! I, I All right, I'm sorry. I'm I just ha- kidding. He is out of control today. Uh, I have no issue with that, right? So I, I have no no issue with that. I just want to make sure that what we're doing is safe. It's effective, and and right. you know, and it, and it's at, you know because it doesn't matter how many people are getting it if it's not effective. Like that's that's not the point of this. The point is for it to be effective. Right. Right. And I think I think we should just preface that. This isn't a show are we for vaccines, not for vaccines. I think both of us are probably majority of the vaccines that are out we have, right? And even though we may have different stances on different vaccines, what we want it to be is effective. The way that it's pushed and the way that it's being forced, we would hope that it's being as effective as it is being advertised. So yeah. that's all. This isn't gonna be a show about <laughs> anti-vax or pro-vax this is more so going to be a show about the mandates themselves and the way in which they're being forced on american people right and when we recorded our last show on vaccine mandates what we're going to talk about today was not a thing biden had not come out and said anything about mandating this for workers and medicare medicaid facilities and all of that so if you don't completely understand what's going on. Let me let me just kind of set this up for you so you mm-hmm. understand exactly what's happening. So President Biden, September 9th, had, has come out with a new policy. The new White House policy mandates vaccines for all federal employees and, and contractors who do business with the federal government. So that's the that's the first group, right? As well as for healthcare workers at Medicare and Medicaid facilities, Mm-hmm. He additionally, the plan is to direct the labor department. Now, this is the kicker here. It, the, it's to direct the labor department to require all businesses with 100 or more employees to ensure that their workers are either vaccinated or they're tested weekly. Now, this is going to affect a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and which, is, which is crazy. And I, Kyle, I kind of had this, this thought. When when I heard this come out, and I'm I'm in the HR space, um, I work in, in human resources, and so I this is going to affect me directly. You know, I've got over 200 employees, and so you know this is this is this is going to affect us. That, that that's just all of this mm-hmm. to it. And so yeah. we're having to make the decision on what we're going to do uh, about this. Workers are you know we have workers that are scared. People call say, hey, what are we going to do about this? You know, all of that kind of stuff. So directly affects me uh, on a daily basis. But one of the things that I was thinking, Kyle, is the people that Biden is saying has to get the vaccine are probably the people, and and, and I know, I, I guess you would have to think of this deeper, and this is a little surface, but it's probably the people who are more likely to be to be able to beat it, right? Because people who are working are not people who have like severe disabilities or or are at the point where they're like they can't work, you know, or whatever the case may be. I feel like the most vulnerable of our population are people who are elderly. Like we've been saying since the beginning of the pandemic that it's the elderly that's vulnerable to this, people with underlying health conditions, which I there's tons of people that are working that has underlying health conditions, but again, it you're you're targeting workers. Like people who are in, you know, they're in their prime, they're in the field, they're out there grinding every single day. Why? Like, why? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, it, and this is where if you're listening, you're either falling on the side of I'm pro-vax or I'm anti-vax. If you're anti-vax, here's one of your whys, right? For, for most of COVID, we haven't had a solid concrete answer one way or the other on COVID in general, let alone the vaccination. I mean, we can go, Kevin, we can go all the way back to all right, if if the elderly are the higher at risk, why are we putting sick COVID patients on the top floors of of nursing homes, right? Like mm-hmm. I mean there's there's investigations going on about that. 
if you know if the vaccine is really doing its job i mean this goes right along with one of the comments that joe biden himself made when he said it's not a war against the the virus it's a war against the unvaccinated why well because in order to protect the vaccinated we have to get the unvaccinated vaccinated and then guys like me would go well isn't that the job of the vaccine the job of the vaccine should pr- protect the vaccinated and so it just a lot of it a lot of it doesn't make sense but the reason they're going after the workers is well, if workers are going to be going into homes and they're going into the marketplace, then they can't be a liability to those that are already vaccinated. No. And, and again, to me, no, it doesn't make sense. The vaccine itself should be the answer for the liability, but, but that's what we're facing right now. Yeah, I and 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 I'm gonna continue to set this up because I, I want to make yeah. sure that if you guys don't know all that's that's going on, you you understand. Yeah. So. So this is going to affect about 100 million people. So this this new mandate that he's come out with is going to affect mm-hmm. about 100 million people. And it's about two thirds or, or so mm-hmm. of the U.S. workforce. Now, he did stop short of issuing mandates for all private businesses. But the White House, they are pushing uh, entertainment venues like sports arenas, concert halls, all of that to require patrons to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test for entry. It's also, it's, it, they're, they're multiplying fines for those who fail to wear a mask on planes, trains, buses. So like the kind of the mass transit. And then now this is the kicker for businesses. All right. So the plan, it includes fines of up to $14,000 per violation for employers that ignore the mandates. Okay. So basically what they're saying is, so this is this is the, the the long and short of it. If you own a business or you are part of a business where you guys have a hundred employees or more, all of your employees must be vaccinated, or they have to be subject to a weekly testing. Now, here's the thing: there are a lot of people who don't want to be vaccinated, right, and who refuse to be vaccinated. Well, here's the problem: who's going to pay? For the test. I mean, do you think the government is going to issue tests, millions of tests to all of these different businesses? So somebody's got to pay for the test right now. If you if you think of this, the other thing is, I don't think our noses were made to be jabbed all the way almost to our brains every single week to see if we've got some type of a disease. And a lot of people get sick from the test itself because it irritates their allergies and sinuses. Right. And so So now you're now you're dealing with that for two or three days. Right. And 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 so my thing is so you take a take a worker who makes a lower wage, and let's just say that worker makes twelve bucks an hour. All right. Uh Thirteen, even fifteen bucks an hour. I'm just trying to think of some some lower wages, but even fifteen bucks an hour. Now, somebody making fifteen bucks an hour. Do you think, because these tests, so here's what's going to happen. Employers have to make a choice to say either they're going to buy the test and have their people test it weekly, or that cost is going to be passed on to the employee. Those tests are anywhere from $20 to $25, especially if you get the home test. It's anywhere between $20 to $25 per test. Okay. Now, that is anywhere between $80 to $100 a month that employees are going to have to pay to get themselves tested. Now, right. people say, well, well, you could just go to Walgreens or, or CVS or whatever and get tested. Sure. Yep. That's right. Here's the problem. A lot of them do not have rapid test. Right. And so you're going to have to wait three days. You're just going to be off for three days from your job. So before, before your negative test, you know, it would, it would severely slow down manufacturing, all kinds of things. It would be a disaster, right? Well, it already has. That already has slowed down manufacturing. Right. So here, here we are. It's already slowing down manufacturing, right? It's going to be even worse when it, you know, once this is actually in writing and, and, and people you know, have to do this and businesses have to do this, or you're just going to have to get the home test. And good luck on being able to find home tests when 100 million people are subjected, and I'm not saying all those people would just decide to get the home test and not to get the vaccine, but even if half of those people, 50 million of them said, you know what, I'm just going to test weekly. Do you think by any stretch of the imagination that you're going to be able to find those tests when you go to the store? 
ask yourself. I mean, you got to think, think, think back to when COVID first came out. Yeah, and we everybody was about concentrators and ventilators and and you know breathing machines. <laughs> I mean, just everything. Yeah, I, the pr- the productivity of the dream just isn't there. No, uh, we're having a hard time hiring people as is. We've got sh- we've got cargo ships sitting off of the coast of California right now because it's just productivity is behind. We don't have the labor to do the the most normal things of life, the casual things of life. Let alone now we got to get over a hundred million tests in production and then sent out. We don't have the labor for that. No. And so, uh, well, I guess what scares me the most too is in all of Biden's plans. He's got a six prong plan. You hear about making it easier for testing, and 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 in that plan is the the home tests and things like that. The only time anything free is mentioned is the vaccine and the booster shot. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in his plan does it say free testing, and insurances are not going to continue to cover it. I just faced this. Insurances are actually, they're not covering rapid tests anymore. They will not cover your rapid test. And we have good insurance. They usually cover what most insurances don't cover. And my doctor told me I had to go get tested because I was exposed. And he told me, he said, we can't do that on you. We can't do that on anybody anymore. The rapid test will not be. It, it won't be funded by your insurance. The only wow. way for you to be funded by insurance at this point is if you do, there's a couple different words for it, but basically that PCR test. And then there's like another, there's another abbreviation for it, but basically it needs to be like a 48 hour test. Mm-hmm. So, so you can tandem the rapid test with the PCR and your insurance will cover it. But if you're just trying to get the 20, 30 minute or two to three hour test, your insurance will not cover that. So in that case, you're taking two, three days off. And in the plan is allowed time off for testing, things like that. But again, like you're saying, Kevin, this is, it sounds good on paper, but for over a hundred million workers, it's, it's just going to cause chaos and it's going to cause people to leave their industries. And we've seen that already. I mean, again, that's why we have a back, a back stock and product that's just not there anymore because we've had people leave their industries for something that's not giving them that inconvenience. It's it's a thought out plan that I don't know is as well thought out as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think so. And if you're wondering how this would get enforced, because a lot of people are like, Well, how is he gonna enforce it? How are people gonna right. know if if, right. if 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 my right. employees are, are are testing or or if they've been vaccinated, right. you know, what if we decide not to comply? So here's here's how this is gonna happen. So OSHA which is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. And this is this is what, as an HR professional, I have to follow the laws of OSHA. So when when just for instance, when the when the vaccine mandates came out, I'm sorry, the mask mandates came out. It didn't matter what our governor, Gretchen Whitmer, we're in Michigan, said it mattered what OSHA said. So Gretchen Whitmer could have came out and said, hey, guys, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Everything's cool, whatever. Until OSHA until they change their stance on it, if they still said that, you know, workers must still wear masks, then our workers would have ha- would have to wear masks. And we, we did have a short period where she said, hey, everything's cool, you know, but we had to wait two weeks for OSHA to catch yep. up with her, you know, with, with her releasing that because as workers and or as businesses, we have to follow those laws. So what Biden and that and that, like you said, the word law, I think a lot of people, including myself, I was like, well, there's no legal way he could mandate us like they're not they're not constitutional. They're not legal. I was wrong by saying that mm-hmm. it, there's there's nothing unconstitutional about work mandates and there's nothing right. illegal about work mandates. Right. So I think if you're listening and you've sided with he can't do this. No, no, he's in every bit of his right as a president and OSHA's in every bit of their right as an organization. They're legally in their bounds to make these mandates. Right. Because remember, OSHA exists for the health and safety of workers. So if you don't understand what OSHA is, so OSHA would come through a warehouse and say you got a warehouse where they are storing things improperly on uh, shelving or something like that. And OSHA could come in and as they do a tour of your warehouse, they could say that those pallets are not properly secured. Those pallets could actually fall from where they are and crush a worker, right? So they would they they would come in and they would say yep. you've got to fix that if you cuz it would be in violation. And if you don't yeah. fix it, you will be fined. 
And if you continue to do things that are outside of uh, out of the, the the bounds, then there is major things that could could happen to your business. So, you know, this is a legit. I mean, you know, for 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 people who are not maybe in manufacturing or or understand OSHA or in the human resources space, you have to understand we as businesses we have to we have to abide by these rules. So what Biden is saying is he is going to ask OSHA to enforce this. All right. So and and here's some of the people who are affected by this mandate. So we already talked about employers with a, a hundred or more employees. They'll be required to have their employees either fully vaccinated or get tested weekly. And OSHA is going to implement they would implement this and require this for more than 80 million workers. Also, it's federal workers. We talked about that and employees or of contractors that do business with the federal government. It's also people who work for the Department of Health and Human Services. They're going to require Mm -hmm. that in Head Start programs. Also, schools run by the Department of Defense and the Mm -hmm. Bureau of uh, Indian Education. We've got workers in healthcare facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid reimbursements, including hospitals, home health agencies. This mandate would affect them. Also, any individual that's applying to become a lawful citizen. Uh, a permanent citizen will have to be fully vaccinated. And so these are the people that that, that are going to be affected. And for jobs and, and, and for you know businesses, we are going to be fined $14,000 per person who is not vaccinated or tested. And you say, well, Kevin, how are they going to figure that out? Here's how they figure it out. If you work at a company that has more than 100 employees and just one person files a complaint with OSHA and says, hey, just want you guys to know my company is not abiding by the rules. Guess what's going to happen? OSHA is going to show up unannounced at your place of employment, right? Mm-hmm. So it, here's the thing, you know, once that happens, you're in their sights, right? So now the only relief guys that I see here is this is going to be tied up in court for a while. I assume that this is going to go all the way to the Supreme Court because there's just a lot of grounds that people are saying, look, you can't reach over into private businesses and tell private businesses what they should or shouldn't do. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you're, you know, I, I mean, it's just, it's just an overreach. And, and Kyle, I mean, you can talk about it too, that this is a, dangerous road for us to go down. I mean, you can mandate it all you want to from the White House, but don't make OSHA enforce it. I mean, you can strongly encourage and urge people to do it, but how in the world are you going to tell me about what I should do with my body? right? You're the guy, you're the ones that are always saying, well, my body, my choice, I should have the choice to do whatever I want to do with my body. Well, if that's really true, how come that doesn't, how come that doesn't work here? Well, and that's, (laughs) I, I'm not going to get into this conversation in depth because I just don't think it has a, it has a platform at this point, but you know, Kevin, we see, we see a lot of memes. We see a lot of really emotional posts especially and they especially allude to hitler right yeah. and they allude to the jews and they allude to and the reason i don't want to give that conversation a platform right now is because i don't want to take away from what hitler did i yeah. don't want to take away from what the jews faced and i don't want to compare that to to the suffering that the unvaccinated are facing right now because it just doesn't equate right but i was watching a documentary on netflix and one of the survivors from the holocaust and it just kind of perked me a little bit like mm, there may be some validation to some of these comments. Basically, what she was saying was, as a Jew in Poland and places like that, as a Jew, there were years before Hitler made his siege, there were mandates and laws and regulations that were being placed against Jewish people that she said, basically, we were just like, oh, here's another mandate. Oh, here's another law. And she goes, we just kind of went with it because we realized that's just the way we were going to be persecuted. She said, nowhere did we think that that was setting up for, you know, this huge isolation of people. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But what I am saying is when 
when the Biden administration doesn't strongly suggest, but now they're getting other organizations of power involved for private life and private companies, there's a dictatorship there that is not what we usually find in a, in a, in a democracy. It's just not. And so it does kind of give you a red flag of, well, if this can happen, what else can happen based off of power and influence? And so it's, it, it's frustrating to say the least. It's, it's, we, none of us liked, or not none of us, but a lot of us didn't like the strong suggestions, right? And we had our little pity parties for a moment. But when the strong suggestions become either do this or lose your job, either do this or lose your insurance, either do this or lose your paycheck, or not your paycheck, but hundreds of dollars out of your paycheck. Yeah. I mean, Delta, uh, Alonzo from Delta has come flat out with it and just said, this is how we're going to operate here. Mm-hmm. And, and employees have had to, you know, pick their tribe, so to speak. That's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> That's fr- It's absolutely frustrating. And so, and here's why. I'm just going to go out and say it. You watch the Emmys. I love our actresses and our actors. Not a single one of them have a mask on. Meanwhile, every single one, and I mean 100% of them will get on a talk show and say, mask up. We need to mask up. We need to protect. They'll do whatever they need to say to get the check they need to get. You know what I'm saying? And then we get them on the Emmys and they're celebrating themselves. And we've got women kissing each other on the lips, celebrating a, an Emmy award. One of the, And I'm not going to say her name, but she's sweating all over the place, excited. And she should be excited. She should celebrate her moment. But then don't tell me that I need to be masked up. And, and, and the reason that it was just, well, the ruling came down that the Hollywood celebrities were exempt from the mandates. The ruling came down that congressional leaders are exempt from the mandates. The ruling came down, and you know me, Kevin, I love athletes. I love sports. Yeah. But I am disgusted. I mean, and we've had conversations in sports when it's come to the national anthem and things like that, and nothing has really disgusted me in the way that this has, Hmm. where I'm like, okay, so athletes are telling us to mask up. Athletes are telling us, like, they're on the shows the same way they were with uh, female abuse, the same way they were with drug abuse. Now they're on commercials telling us to mask up. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they're playing in a game that they're getting paid millions of dollars to play in because if you read their contracts, they have to play a certain amount of minutes. They have to score a certain amount of points to get a certain amount of money. They don't Mm -hmm. just get the $250 million over 10 years. They have to perform a certain way to get that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they can't Mm -hmm. perform a certain way if they either cancel that or they mask up. So they don't mask up. They're protected because they make those organizations money. Meanwhile, the fans and the coaches have to mask up. They have to be vaccinated or they have to show proof of vaccination to come into stadiums. Why are celebrities, congressional leaders, and athletes, why are they exempt but nobody else is exempt? To me, and I can't prove it, but to me, it just screams power and influence. Mm-hmm. And so that's the frustrating part, Kevin. That, I guess if you're going to make a mandate from OSHA, then let's let's do it across the board, man. Let's see everybody do it. People are going to have to take a hit everywhere. If it really is health and well-being, right? Yeah. Like if we're really saying, listen, this vaccine is to protect you. If it's to protect us, then there should be no exemptions. Right. Right? I mean, but like unless you're an alien from Mars and you're completely not going to get this thing, if it's really that big of a deal to where now OSHA has to get involved and it's no longer a suggestion, then in my mind, nobody should be exempt. Right. I don't want the vaccine, but nobody should be exempt. Right. So I guess as long as congressional leaders are and athletes are and celebrities are, then so can I. Yeah. That's my stance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what comes down. So, you know, states can fight this. We've already seen, I don't know, yep. 20 or so states that have said basically, yeah, you take a hike, Joe. We're not doing this. Uh, Florida's governor. You think I'm wild yeah. <laughs> on this show. He goes, he lo- on air, he goes wild. And I almost want to high five him through the screen sometimes just for being brave. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, that's a wild, he's a gator boy there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but and that's and, and, but that's the thing. I mean, I, I think that you know states are going to have to stand up and go. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. this. You know, yeah. um, now we live. You know, we live in Michigan, so we live in a a a lot of times a liberal or or democratic state. We have a democratic governor right now. But I d- actually did read just last night that there may be some religious exemptions and some things that she might be doing. And then I'm yeah. really interested to see that. Like what, yeah. you know, what about people of faith that say, hey, that's against my religion? I think about even Jehovah's Witness, you know, because I don't think they get vaccines or or take meds or do anything like I. They, they're pretty much exempt from everything. 
Yeah. And it's everything. So, so there is so there you go. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Jehovah's Witness in America. So mm-hmm. they're not going to take the vaccine. So you're you're just going to have CEOs of companies that are going to be, you know, either fired or or have to quit. And again, I know people I know that, that they, you know, you could say, well, but won't they just get tested? Guys, you have to understand logistically, logistically, how is that going to be possible with millions of people? It's just not like it's it. And, and, and my, you know, it, it will overwhelm, it will overwhelm the healthcare workers. It will overwhelm the healthcare workers and it's going to, over, you know, people are not going to jab their nose every week for the foreseeable future. Like it's just stupidity, right? It, 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 it no, I, I, I was just, I, I was going to agree with you. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> try to jab my nose, bro. <laughs> yeah and so i think we just really need to you know as christians you know at the end of the day i think we need to assess what we see you know of course do we have to follow the laws of the land yes but but here's what i will say about this just because these laws or mandates or things are being brought down doesn't mean that they're right it doesn't mean that yes. we don't have the ability to fight against them or sue the government, or do whatever we feel like that we need to do. And again, this is not about being pro or against vaccines, guys. If you think you should take the vaccine, take it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you don't yeah. think you should take it, don't take it. Now, yeah. again, if you if, if you are in a situation where, you know, and say a little bit time goes by and you're forced to take it, then I think you're going to have to make the decision on what you're going to do with God, right? You're, you're going to have to work that out with God. I mean, I think as we continue in time, guys, we're, it's going to be harder and harder to stand up for things that you think are right. Not saying that if you don't, if, if people who think that the vaccine is right is the only ones right, or people who think that's wrong is the only ones right, whatever the case, I'm just saying it's going to be harder and harder as we continue to go to stand up for our own convictions. If our convictions does not agree with the mainstream narrative, you're going to suffer. You are going to be ostracized and you may be a, you might have to do things that you never thought you'd have to do because you're wanting to follow your own personal convictions. And it's sad. It's so it, sad. It's sad because we, we used to live like that. Yeah. Where we could say to each his own, you know. But again, this has been so inaccurately publicized. And, and I, I put the blame on both administrations. Yeah. Trump or Biden. N- neither administration so far has handled this correctly. And I think both administrations aided the division of people in this scenario. And so no matter what side you stand on politically, I don't even think that has a platform here either. I just think it's all been mishandled. And I think as people were frustrated because of it, and now we have a society of individuals and we're going to have kids and teenagers that are raised in this mentality of, well, there's only one, you know, like this is right and that's wrong. And you can't have your own opinion medically, or you can't have your own opinion religiously and, and all of these types of things where it used to be a free country and it used to be able to, like, I used to be able to say, and on air over a year ago, probably, Kevin, I probably said, at the end of the day, no matter what the president decides, mm-hmm. I still have to raise my family. And so I've never dealt with where the administration in office, whatever decision they're making, I've never dealt where it's almost directly and immediately affected my home. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happening. And that's the frustration part. And this mandate hasn't been talked about too much, but it's circulating that, I mean, even kids starting at the age of five up to 11 are going to be forced to either be vaccinated or test weekly to go to school. Mm. That's going to affect a lot of people. Yes, it is. I mean, there's a a group of people that are like, listen, I'll get the vaccine, but my kid is not. Right. So you're even going to have those people that are like, and that's like that with the flu shot too. There were times where I got the flu shot because the flu season was bad and I didn't want my kid to get it. Like right. I didn't, I didn't want my kid to get the flu shot. And so basically I was like, well, someone in the home has to get this flu shot. You know, like we can't just be spreading it through the home. And so I got it. There are years that none of us got it, but never, ever, ever, ever will I let, would I allow my kid to get the flu shot? I just wouldn't do it. And so you're going to have parents that are like, look, I don't like this vaccine, but 
If someone has to get it, I'll get it. But if you're going to start making kids get the vaccine, or you're going to make them be swabbed every week, there's going to be a swift exit from the school. Listen, there's online school. Kids do not have to go to public school anymore. And so now you're talking teachers are affected. The, the, the educational system's affected. The social life's affected. I mean, there's a lot there, man. That it is a lot. If that, and again, if that even becomes a thing, I mean, he's, if that's going to be a mandate, that's even deeper water, I think, than private businesses. Because now you're talking about people's personal homes and their kids, their kids' lives. I don't care who you are. I'm their dad. That's right. who I, I'm their dad. And as long as I'm not doing anything that is putting anybody at risk, in which case we've already known, it's proven. If I don't get the vaccina- vaccination, I'm not putting anybody at any more risk than them going out in public anymore. The symptoms may be a little different, but the life and, and the longevity of the disease, that's not going to, doesn't determine based off the vaccine. So yeah, there's, there's enough science out there to prove that. So, so yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's getting real. It is. It's getting real. I hope this, I hope that as the mandates keep coming out, that there's a mandate to fix every and all McDonald's ice cream machine <laughs> before the year is over. Right. Yeah. Let's get OSHA in on that. Right. <laughs> My oh. mental health says I need this McFlurry, bro. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, guys. You know, you can sound off um, again. Yeah. Um, yep. y- you you could text us at two four eight three zero one twenty ten two four eight. Yep. Two four eight three zero one twenty ten. And just let us know what you think. What's your what's your thoughts on this? What are your questions? What are your all of those things, right? Just just sound off, talk to us. Let's 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 just talk about it, right? And and figure out what are we what are we doing, right? What what is what is America really turning into? And and I'm listen, guys, I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I I I tend to be optimistic just in general and just in life. I'm an optimistic guy. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like things can be fixed. Like I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my gosh, it's a, it's all going to, to, you know, it's all going to pot. We're not going to know what we're, no, let's, let's, uh, let's fix it. Right. And, and I feel like there is enough people in the United States that still love freedom, that still yep. like to have their rights, that still doesn't want the, the overreach of the government. And it's mm-hmm. okay to not want that. Stop demonizing people that don't want their government to tell them what they can and cannot do in their private lives. Who wants right. that? And I don't care if it is for the the good of the people. Like, well, I mean, the, the, the problem with that is that'll be up to the government to tell you what's good and what's not good. Right. Like, I mean, and that depends on who's in office. Right. So it, we, we can't go down this road of, well, the government thinks it's good and it's, you know, and, and this is good for our fellow man. So it's OK for them to mandate this, because what if the government said uh, just just for some of you out there who maybe are not not Christians, what if the government decided to say, you know what, we're mandating that every single person goes to an evangelical Christian church on a Sunday morning. You guys would lose your minds, right? Because why? Atheists would then have to go, right? Or or whoever. I mean, or or that whatever. I mean, listen, mandates only work when it is when it agrees with your narrative. But when it doesn't agree with your narrative, then mandates it it doesn't work. And and here's the thing, and what I and I'm seeing this being a trend. And and, and if you're Christian and you're listening, Remember, this this is a trend. And I think I never understood. I was like, how are people going to conform to all of these things that are not right? But all of the things that are not right that is being driven in culture, it all appeals to the emotion of people. So it's like, well, but you should be a good person and get vaccinated so that your brother or your sister or your fellow man doesn't get sick. Right. We should just be, you know, we should accept all people. Yes, we should accept all people. Yes, I should love my neighbor. But that should not infringe on the fact that that I there are certain things that I should be the the, in control of what I want to do. 
right? Like I, you, you can't just take the control, dude. This is not China. We're, 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 this is not a communist country. And I am telling you guys, these, I don't care what it's covered in or made to look like. These are communist ideas. And if we're not careful, we will, that's what we'll be. So keep your eyes open, guys. You know, you talk about being quote woke, wake up and, and see what's happening in our society. And so I know that some of you, we, you know, you could agree, you could not agree. That's totally fine. Sound off and give us your feedback. 248-301-2010. Text that number, 248-301-2010. And then again, don't forget, guys, if you love this content, if you want us to keep getting the message out there, whether it be the politics, whether it be, you know, just how to live as a Christian, whether it be just all the things that we do here on the podcast, go to thinkingoutloudmedia.com, thinkingoutloudmedia.com, and scroll down to the, the, the bottom of the page or near the bottom. You'll see a donate button. You can click there, click that link, and make a donation to help this continue to stay on the air. We want to stay on the air, but the only way that we do is that we that you partner with us. And so go ahead and do that. You can set it up for recurring payments as well. And again, I'm looking for 25 or 20 people at 25 bucks a month. Why don't you be one of those 20 people? And that would be awesome. Kyle, can you tell them where to find us? Yeah, you can find us on all streaming platforms as well as Facebook and Instagram. On uh, Facebook, you can go right to Thinking Out Loud Podcast. We also have a Thinking Out Loud Podcast fans page. And then on Instagram, it's thinking underscore out loud both pages we'll have our logo on there it's hard to miss thinking out loud with kevin and kyle and again you can sound off via text sound off and many of you have whether you've agreed strongly or disagreed strongly you've let us know and listen we're always going to respect your opinion we hope you continue to listen we don't expect you to agree every time we are going to handle things with dignity but we understand when people are emotional about things so sound off let us know the pulse in which we had this conversation especially in your life but you can find us our website Facebook, Instagram, as well as that text. Yeah. Love you, fam. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Have a great week.